Hi, Dollies. We're back with another episode on Freestyle Friday segment. And in the spirit of Freestyle Friday, y'all, as y'all know, for the ones that don't, all my new listeners, welcome. How you doing? How you feeling? Take a seat. Don't touch shit. Take a seat. But in the spirit of Freestyle Fridays, we talk about any and everything that is open mic open floor. We talk about everything. But I wanted to talk to y'all about something and I wanted to get y'all feedback on it a little bit. How do y'all feel about ex-friends and about ex-friends trying to re-enter your life into your space? How do y'all feel about that? Me personally, um, I feel like when it comes to ex-friends, the relationship, first of all, you are a ex-friend for a reason, meaning the friendship has ran its course. Once upon a time, we used to be thick as thieves, but now we are not, and it could be for several reasons, but I feel as though that you are a ex-friend for a reason. And you don't need to reopen that door. And that's that's how I feel about exes. Like, you are an ex for a reason. And you're going to stay an ex. It's no hard feelings. It's no beef. If I see you out in the street, maybe I'll say, what's up, bro? What's up, sis? How you feeling? But I don't want to stop. You're you're not getting my new number. Like, don't don't follow me on Instagram. Like... (laughs) Don't do none of that. No, I don't want to go out. Like, no, we're not doing that today, my mom. Like, like I said, maybe you'll get a cordial nod. Sup, see you across the street. That's it. But I also believe that there is different strokes for different folks. Meaning you may have had a fallout with an ex-friend based on something that was so insignificant, that was so childish. And if you had that type of fallout, then maybe it can be, maybe y'all can hash it out. Maybe y'all can sit down. Maybe y'all can talk about it. Maybe y'all can work through it. But then you also have them fallouts that were based on something, you know, of very great significance. Um, Probably someone lied, um, someone stole, maybe maybe y'all fought, like physically fought. Um, it could be all different types of reasons. That's why I say it's different strokes for different folks. But me personally, a couple of my fallouts with ex-friends, um, some of it was really me and that person... Um, we just really like outgrew each other. Like, and I know a lot of y'all can relate, like, cause you, you may have them friends that, you know, you'd be like, why the hell are we even friends? Like we have nothing in common. We are total opposites. And that's, you know, that, that plays a part in a lot of these falling out situations with, um, ex-friends. It's just really, y'all were really never really meant to be friends. Like maybe y'all had a mutual friend and and then from there y'all, I guess, had some type of bond, some type of connection based on y'all having a mutual friend. Um, and in my case, you know, that, that was a lot of, 
that that was a lot of the falling out in my situation because it's just like you know we as we got older as we you know got a little older got a little bit mature um you know I went this way they went that way so and you know like as as we get older like you really start forming your friends now you may have some friends that you have known since you know in a sandbox and that's all good and y'all may, you know, as y'all get older, y'all y'all grow together, y'all y'all mature together, y'all y'all go through things together, and that's beautiful. But then you also have them ones that, like I said, you just outgrow each other. As you get older, they start becoming the person that they are going to be as an adult, and you start becoming the person that you're going to be as an adult. And it just don't it don't align, it don't add up, and that was the case. For me, a couple of times, it's just like, I'm going here, they're going there. So <laughs> we're going to part ways. <laughs> but I will share a story or two with y'all about ex-friends trying to re-enter my personal space. So I had um, I had this ex-friend of mine. We were sticking Steve's like, that was sis, like, that was gang, gang, baby. Um, We had a... Uh, verbal argument that could have escalated to a physical um altercation but at that time it didn't um so we we fell out uh, I guess we didn't speak for maybe a year or two um and this person she reached out to me now granted in the back of my mind I always told myself I said Sigh, eventually you're gonna have to reach out to this person because you you have to own up to the part that you played like you have to apologize because you played a huge part in it because even though it was a verbal um argument I was the one that took it to physical thing and you know like I told y'all baby I'm a work in progress like <laughs> I'm the type I can't argue if I like I'm going to want to put my hands on you so I've got better you know that was years ago I've I've got better with that um but in the spirit of me being honest you know that's that's how I was like I can't argue because I'm gonna want to put my hands on you so I I was the one who tried to take it to a physical thing and I always told myself that I that eventually I would have to apologize um, to this person, but so happens how it worked out. She reached out to me first. Um, she, she reached out to me and of course, like she, she said her amends. I, I, I said my amends and that was that. Now, now she, she was one of them people that we didn't outgrow each other. It's just, I just feel as though we both said some things that we both can't take back. So that's just, squash it but also end the friendship on a peaceful cordial type time and that's how that happened but then I have others that honey we were never meant to be friends in the first place mamas (laughs) so the fact that we fell out is just like good riddance bitch (laughs) but yeah then you have others like that it's just like we were never meant to be friends like 
me and this person were really never meant to be friends. Um, it just happened. We had mutual people in common and, you know, I guess we started being cordial, being cool with each other. And, and that's how that happened. And then we eventually had, had a falling out, um, that immediately, like it immediately jumped to like us being physical. Um, and it's just like, mm -mm. at this point, it's just like, people like that is just like you were never meant to be in my circle anyway so I don't want to I don't want to hash anything out it's no beef um granted this person also reached out to me um and tried to uh, apologize but at that time you know I'm just like uh -uh. <laughs> blockiana period <laughs> you were never meant to be in my circle there is no beef maybe maybe if I see you out in the street maybe I'll say what's up or maybe I'll just keep it moving like but it's funny how and I was just reading a quote and this is you know just throughout life I'm pretty sure everyone heard this it's funny how your parents can spot out your fake friends before you can that is so true you know what I mean times me, young Sa, teenage Sa, coming home with some of my old associates and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, mom, this, this, that, and the fourth. My mom, she always nailed it. She always said, oh, this girl, yeah, she, she a good one, Sa. But this one, nah, I don't, I don't like the way she look at you. I don't, I don't like how, how she always seeing comments as far as like, oh, Saida, she's spoiled or. Saida has this, and she don't really appreciate that. And blah, blah, blah. my mom was like, yeah, you want to watch them type of friends because them type of friends, they are jealous and envious of you. You don't need friends like that. And it's so ironic how I just was talking about um, people being envious and jealous of you on the last episode of Sa the Dolly Say podcast titled living in a glass house so if y'all didn't check that last episode out go on click on it let me know but it's just so funny how um I just was speaking on that and I, I didn't know where I was um originally going with the whole envy and, and jealousy thing but it just so happens talking about ex-friends a lot of them bitches was jealous I don't mean to sound like that <laughs> but I may have to sound like that I know we got them ex-friends that you you ever tell a friend something, something positive that happened in your life and the first thing they say is something negative or they give you that, mm, or oh, are they, are they just quiet on the phone right there? That's when you can pinpoint, okay, you're one of those. You're one of those haters. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Noted. And you always have to pay attention to that. I tell people this every day. Like it, it's to the point that sometimes I don't I don't do it now, but I used to purposely tell people things just to see their reaction, just to see they they were gonna say now sometimes I can just be fucking lying. I, I just said it just as, just to see your reaction, just to see if you were going to genuinely be happy for me. And a lot of times it just was they even was quiet or they said, mm, oh, me on the other hand, you tell me some good shot. Be like, oh yeah, that's what's up. So da, 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 da. you tell me you got a new job bet. Like when you get, when you get ready to start, da, 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 da. I don't, you know, I'm not, I'm not Debbie Downer. I'm not, oh, well you about to work there. Oh, I heard uh, this and oh, you about to go there. You about to buy that. Oh, I heard da, da, da. them type of people. 
they are secretly jealous of you and you do not need them type of people. And it's sad to say throughout my teenager years, I, I had them. I'm pretty sure we all had them type of friends that, that were secretly jealous of you, secretly like, mm, you know, side eyeing you. But that is a part of the growing pains and that is a part of living and learning. Um, we sometimes befriend people that are really... um that are really envious of you or that are really jealous of you. And that's just a part of life. You live and you learn. As you get older, it definitely will become easier for you to kind of pinpoint them. Like, as I got older, <laughs> as I, first of all, I really, I really didn't like females in the first place. So if I ever befriend a female, you have to really come off genuine for Saida to befriend you. You have to really have a trait in you that is similar to what I have for me to really be like, oh, that's sis, that's my friend, that's da-da-da-da. Because now, and even before, I really don't do females. Like, <laughs> I'm all about empowering, and I'm all about women power, and I'm all about us sticking together. But um, sometimes we are not as as united as we could be and as we should be and I'm just not I'm just not for the fake vibes either like I just can't stand the negative aura the fake vibes I don't do it so that's you know that's why I didn't do females but as I got older and and it became easier for me to pinpoint um the frenemies then cool I was fine <laughs> but like I said it's just a part of the growing pains it's a part of life but um you also got them good friends like I have some solid oh my god I got some solid a1 day ones I mean these people will ride to the wheels even when the wheels fall off they getting on a bus and if the bus on strike baby they getting on a sub and if the sub stop forever what reason they walking baby and if they can't walk then I don't know. I don't know what comes after walking. But <laughs> but as always, I let y'all sound off with the pop poll question um, on this topic. Uh, how do you feel about uh, ex-friends trying to re-enter your space? Like, how do y'all feel about that? So I posted it on my personal Instagram. And for the ones that don't know by now what my personal Instagram is, it is Sa the Dolly. Okay, follow it right now. Go to the highlights that say pop hole, click on it, baby, and sound off. So I asked a question, and I'm gonna read some of y'all responses. Um, one person said, um, depending on the fallout, um, you know, he don't mind being friends again but you won't get the same vibes and energy and that's you know that's almost like what I said earlier like depending on the situation because like I said a lot of a lot of these fallouts um are based on just people petty ass arguments just sometimes us being immature and not and not being uh mature enough to sit down and have an adult conversation to hash out whatever the issue was so I agree with that and another person said to piggyback off of what I just said another person said you know a lot of people they just won't sit down and have an adult conversation it's not that deep and I agree with that why end a 20 year long friendship off of oh 
you were supposed to be here at this time. You were supposed to come with me here, but you didn't. And now y'all, y'all been friends since the sandbox. And now y'all dumbass is not friends no more. Now you got to start over. You 45 years old, ain't got no friends. And then you out here at church, at work, trying to be, trying to befriend your damn coworkers. So no, don't let one petty ass, insignificant, immature argument um, with with a friend of yours in your friendship that can possibly be mended. So someone said second chances to cross me. Hell no. <laughs> and then another person said I don't refriend enemies. Get it, got it. So <laughs> like I said, it's different strokes for different folks. If you have, well, had that type of person in your life that you knew that was a frenemy, um, then yeah, don't refriend that person again. They already showed you who they are. Let them live in peace apart from you. Let that go. And then as far as second chances to cross me, like I said, once they show you who they are, and they show you up, they really not a friend, they really don't have your best interests at heart, then you're absolutely right. You don't let them cross you again. Like, what's that old saying? Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. And baby, <laughs> we are no one's what? All together, y'all, we are no one's fool. Period. So I agree with that, y'all. So, Dollies, now that I'm done talking about what I wanted to talk about, about frenemies, ex-friends, now we can get on to some other things in the spirit of Freestyle Friday, where we talk about any and everything, period. Um, so how y'all feel about the 112 in Jagged Edge battle that's happening later on today? Um... I'm here for it. I don't know about y'all, but I'm here for it. I just hope that it's not like um, the Teddy and Babyface and Nelly versus Ludacris, which was another good one. I hope y'all tuned into Nelly versus Ludacris. That was a that was a nice one. But it seems like when the Mills, when y'all go at it, what's up? Why y'all having all these technical um, difficulties? Like what's Situate your situation. Fix the Wi-Fi. I don't know. I don't know who we need to call. Comcast. Like, who y'all got? Verizon. I don't know. Who y'all got? Like, y'all got to fix it. So, but I got faith in them. Like, I got faith that this battle going to go real smooth. It won't be no, oh, we got to come back an hour. Da, 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 da. But I'm here for it. Like, I'm here for Jagged Edge. Feels like I don't walk right out of heaven. Hey, hey. Oh my God, I love it. Can we get some more battles? I said this on the last episode. We need some more battles. Um, my guy was telling me he was like a Snoop Dogg and Jay Z. I said, you know what? I uh, I read that, but I just feel as though like I don't know why that's like a. It feel wrong, but I can't find nobody else that I 
I feel as though they are on like their level. I I can't find nobody else that, you know, they can go against Snoop or can go against Jay-Z. But I also feel as though that they're not a good pair. I don't know why. Like, I don't know. Maybe, um, but yeah, I don't, I don't think I necessarily want to see them to go against each other. Like, I definitely want to see T.I. and Jeezy. I definitely want to see Meek with somebody. I don't know who, y'all. We got to pick somebody out for Meek. Um... And then in the shade room, I saw that they were saying, um, well, Usher, child, I'm going to get into that. Usher made a comment because Swiss Beats asked him, um, what's like, what about Nicki Minaj and Little Kim? Usher, simple-minded ass, made a comment and said, no, because Nicki Minaj is a product of Little Kim. Baby. Now, let's take the hair and makeup. Let's strip them of that. I'm not taking nothing from Lil' Kim, but let's strip them of the hair and makeup. Who's a product of who? Nikki lyrically, is better than Lil' Kim. And we all know that. We all know that. Lil' Kim, you know, back in the day, maybe she said a couple of hot things. But now, my generation, I want to hear real bars. I don't. You know, I don't want to hear mumble rapping. I want to hear some real bars that be like, oh, shit. And I think Nicki delivers that. And people like to say Nicki is a product because Nicki with the wigs and the and how she was so animated. But, you know, Nicki never, Nicki never, um, Nicki never didn't pay homage to Little Kim. It, you know, she came up in a game saying, she looked up to Lil' Kim uh, amongst other female rappers. She was very um she was very open about that. She let it be known. But I think that's a stretch to say she's a product of Little Kim. That's disrespectful because Usher, if you feel that way, then how come your little herpes ass didn't get um Lil' Kim on none of them records? Why was you, like Cardi, looking for Nicki Minaj to give y'all a little buzz on y'all little records? If you felt as though uh, Nicki Minaj is a product of Little Kim, meaning Little Kim is the original of everything, so wouldn't you want the original on your track? Wouldn't you want the original on y'all records? How come y'all felt so strongly about having Nicki on them? I keep telling people they need to stop coming for Nikki because I'm a huge fan. I'm a barb. So I don't know about y'all, but I'm ready for outside to open back up. With this whole coronavirus quarantine situation, it has definitely, excuse me, I'm yawning. It has definitely put a damper on my mood. My birthday just passed. I couldn't go to L.A., they canceled my flights. My kids' birthday also passed. I couldn't do what I wanted to do for their birthday. I couldn't take them to the Poconos because it's close to June the 15th. It just was, I'm just over it. I think that everyone understands the importance of social distancing and wearing your mask and um, hand washing. I think that they get it. And I'm just ready for everything to go back to normal. Um, I really don't care too much about the stimulus checks that they've been giving out. Um, 
you know, I think we got like our first round of it maybe a month ago. And um, I I believe the qualifications to get one is uh, you had to uh, file taxes in what, 2019, 2018, um, along with like if it was a if it was a two person household had it been under a certain amount that you, you know, uh, would have to make to qualify for it. Um, and then if you had kids, it was, you know, it was 1200 per person. Um, and if you had kids, it was 500 per kit. So, you know, that was, that was nice. Okay. But baby, I am, I am considered a sensual worker. I'm a nurse. I work in a hospital. I work in an emergency room. So I am a, I am considered a essential worker. I have to go to work. Cool. I have no problem with that. Um, I kind of sort of feel a certain type of way that the ones that are considered non-essential, um, they are home getting unemployment. And, um, they're getting, I keep yawning, excuse me, and they are getting an extra $600, I believe. So not only are they collecting unemployment, like, because they, they're getting an extra $600 to sit at home and do absolutely nothing. Now, I know a lot of people are going to say, well, you never know how much um, they, their unemployment is plus the $600 that, that, that they're getting. So that may, that may, um, that little money that they get in may, may or may not even out to, to what they were making at work. So, so they might be losing out. Okay. I understand that. I get that. And for the ones that, that were laid off, that you have no other choice, but to get unemployment while you, I don't know why you currently looking for a job or whatever. I, I feel bad. Like this is, this is not, this is not for y'all. So don't, you know, don't take this to heart. This is for the ones that that are, you know, did you say home, feet up, I ain't looking for no job. For the ones that probably didn't even have a job before this whole thing started. Now they now now they're getting now they're still receiving unemployment plus an extra six hundred dollars. So it's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, y'all, I'm jealous. I'm mad. Yeah, I feel some certain type of way because I'm at work and they don't give the nurses extra pay. They didn't give us a bonus. I know the police officers and the uh fi- firefighters, I know they got a bonus. They didn't give us nurses no bonus. We at work making the same rate we been was making when we started, you know, that was that was in our offer letter and we have to come to work. There's no um there's no in between. But y'all sitting at home, the ones that didn't even have a job before this started. Sitting at home, feet up, Netflix and quarantine, and plus you're getting an extra six hundred dollars, baby. <laughs> I am mad. Yes, I feel a certain type of way. I don't care. Like if y'all going to the government is going to issue out extra six hundred dollars for them to sit at home. Give us, give us the essential workers uh, extra whatever because we have to work in this. We have to go to work. Give us some, give us extra. And I don't mean to sound greedy, but honey, 
give us extra. I mean, if you've given it out already, then you might as well give it out to us too. That's how I feel about it. And then um, I hear that uh, if you have a child in, uh, that's in school district of Philadelphia, basically that, that is enrolled in school from K, from K, from K to 12th grade, um, that you will receive what? $365 worth of food stamps, baby. Give me that. I have an eight year old that is enrolled in the school district of Philadelphia. Give me that. I want all the food stamps. Give me the stamps. Give me the wick. Give whatever you giving out. I want it. Okay? Cause I'm tired of spending three, four hundred dollars cash money on food on this. So if you giving out $365 worth of food stamps, baby, I want it. And then for the ones that for the ones that already get food stamps. So let's just say if you get food stamps, two kids, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to just sum it up and say you get $500, two kids plus yourself, whatever. You get $500. So now, do that mean that, say if you got one of them kids that's, in, um, that's enrolled in school, do that mean y'all going to get an extra $365 or being as though you already get stamps, you you don't, you know, you don't qualify for it because you already get stamps. But from, from my understanding, I heard that even if you already get stamps for your kids, now they're going to up. Oh, well, you already get stamps for your kids. Well, now that one in school. All right. Well, we're going to give you an extra 300 plus dollars. Child, y'all eating. <laughs> y'all eating. Y'all going to the market and ball it out. I'm over y'all. I want some stamps. I want some stamps. How can I finesse the system? <laughs> I'm about to be Jody the scammer in this bitch. Like, how can I finesse the system? Because I want some stamps. Period. And then with this whole back to the whole stimulus money, some way, somehow the government going to get that money back. Income tax, which at this point, I was just telling my guy this. Like, I don't even care about income tax no more because... When when you make a when you make a certain amount at your job, um, you don't even see income tax. Like you don't that that means nothing to you. Cause at a cause the more and I'm pretty sure everyone everyone noticed, and this is the shit they need to be teaching in school. This is the shit they need to be teaching our kids. When when you make a certain amount, it you know it puts you in a different bracket. So when. You know, back in the day when I worked at stores, like uh, when I was younger, um, teenager, um, 18, 19, when I worked at Target, Bare Feet, them, them, little, them little stores, maybe in a warehouse, whatever, them little stores, I looked it forward to income tax because I would be getting some money. I'm like, damn, income tax rolling around, I'd have a good little eight stacks, da 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 now, baby, fast forward, I've been a nurse for seven years. I could care less about income tax now, and especially now. I could care less because at the rate at the rate that I'm making, it puts me in a different it puts me in a different bracket. Um, meaning that instead of instead of getting this big lump sum of money at the end of the year, I see my money all year long. I see my money throughout my paychecks. And that's cool, but it's just like, damn, like, I definitely was looking forward to, you know, still receiving them stacks, but 
I ain't mad though. I'm like, it is it is what it is. But I know some way, somehow, the government is going to try to get us for giving for for them giving us all this stimulus money and shit. And from what I hear, that they're supposed to be giving us another check. I told them, I said, child, a lot of us ain't gonna get no income tax. When income tax roll around, they be like, Yeah, so we gave y'all like four thousand with the stimulus money, yeah, and you was only getting about three thousand back. Yeah, give me all that. So I'm not I don't I don't know how I feel about this whole stimulus money and and stuff. Like, um but we'll see how how it play out. We'll see if everybody be balling at the end of the year like they was. We'll see. Real quick, Dollies, I don't know if y'all are a future fan uh and for the ones that don't know who Future is, I'm not about to give you a whole lecture. Future, he's a rapper. That's it. Uh, he has a baby um, with by Sierra. If you don't know who he is, Google him right now, okay? But Future is known for the king of fuckboys. <laughs> I just wanted to talk about this real fast because this man cracks me up. Like, the things he tweet and the things he say is just, like, he always talking about somebody for the streets. Honey, you been for the streets. You you for the damn community. Like, future. Everybody and their mama done had you. These guys are always talking about these females. Um, Oh, these females are this. These females are that. They're always trying to almost, like, slut shame. Uh, But... You got men out here that act the same way. And Future is the prime example. He and his girlfriend now is Lori um, Harvey. Uh, pretty girl. Pretty girl. Um, uh, You know, it seems like he met... he Excuse me. He met his match with uh, Lori Har- uh, Harvey. Um, But she seemed like, you know, she tamed him. She seemed like he's he's tamed. Well, he's groomed. He's getting groomed. Uh, you know, it's just with the social media. Um, the social media report. Like, we don't know what's really going on uh, in their relationship. Um, but he just be tweeting and he just be saying all these things. Like, um, the other day, he had said something about... Uh, uh, I don't know who he was talking about. But I'm leaning towards maybe one of his baby moms. He was saying something about, you know, females are ugly and how these guys need to stop um, making these ugly females feel pretty. You know, like uh, he said something like uh, one female, you know, you 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 should you you should feel lucky. I even dealt with you. He said something like in that nature. Now, even though what he said was just disrespectful and just wrong. But um, y'all guys do be making these funny looking ass females feel like they feel like they on the level of other females like i have i have had the it's to the point that i have had to check a female or two like listen my mom you not on my level <laughs> i don't give a fuck who we dealt with i don't give a i don't give a fuck my mind you not on my level period like i'm sorry that he made you feel this way but you're not on my level so i can agree with future when he said that a little bit but it's just like my man like who the fuck are you to to think that you you know upgrading anybody like uh like honey i don't care what nobody say that man is still hurt that sierra left his ass he was not prepared for sierra to upgrade her whole fucking life 
he thought, okay, I cheated, you know, whatever, we take a break, she gonna come back. No, my mom took a break and got married and had another child and is living her best unproblematic life. I'm here for Sierra. I'm so here for it. I honestly think he's still hurt about Sierra. Like, I don't know. He's showing he's showing signs that he loved this girl, you know, Lori, but I don't know, man. Men men hide shit very well. So I don't know, but he just comical. I just I just found that funny. Just wanted to talk about that. Like, I don't know if y'all are future fans or not, but he just say some stuff. Every day is some is some new shit with him. He's hilarious. I know y'all are familiar with the story and ongoing case about the black um, jogger runner, um, Arbery, that was killed um, in February um, in Georgia by two white men that um, chased him down and killed him. Um, So allegedly, as the story was, you know, bits and pieces of this story was uh, coming out and coming together. Um, allegedly, there was a third person that uh, recorded the incident. And I know I had spoke on this incident on one of my episodes. I believe the episode was called Can I Vent? If y'all haven't tuned in to that episode, go and click on it after this one, though. But anyway, um, I had I had spoke on it Um on that episode about this third guy that recorded the incident and they said that they were trying to press charges against him and a guy, you know, his defense was, you know, he didn't have anything to do with it. He was just there. He was just a witness. Um, I feel how others feel, even though you didn't, you didn't partake in killing Aubrey, you watch as he was murdered, you recorded it. So you, to me, in my eyes, you are just as guilty as the people that killed him. So yeah, we want charges uh, filed against you also. So fast forward, um, Thursday, uh, the Shade Room reported that charges have been filed against the third guy the third guy that recorded the incident and I'm happy about that because I want all them in fucking jail period so dollies I hope y'all enjoyed this episode if you would like to send me messages um suggestions topics you can dm me at my personal instagram at sadadali Email me at says at gmail.com or you can send me a message on Anchor. As always, love you, dollies.